Okay. Sarah's recording. Perfect. So again, before we call the meeting to order, just a bit of housekeeping um, specific to notice requirements. Please be advised that the subject property has been posted. Adjoining property owners are noticed. Petition has been published in the newspaper. Um, and as well, the petition has been published or has been published <laughs> uh, on the Rock County website. Um, an additional item of noteworthiness, all documents specific to the petition in this case have been received and are made a part of this record. And lastly, uh, under typical circumstances, this, these meetings are both in person and via Zoom, this evening is specifically Zoom only. So specific to the Zoom matter, I'd appreciate it if all participants would leave themselves on mute unless they are speaking or, or will be speaking. And then again, as always, there is, if you've got a question, there is a question function at the bottom of the screen. Um, or if that's not functioning for whatever reason that might be, um, wave your hand and I'm sure between Christy and myself or anybody, Sarah will find you and uh, move forward. Okay, having said that and completed the notice for the housekeeping matters, I'd like to call to order the November 3rd meeting of the Route County Planning Commission. Sarah, if you'd be so kind as to call the roll. Sure. Okay. Steve Warnke. Yes. Brian Kelly. I see ya. Yeah, I got uh, it. Andrew Benjamin, Linda Miller. I see you too. Bill Norris, Greg Yeager. Yeah. Jim DeFrancia. Present. Ren Martin, Paul Weiss. Okay, we have a quorum. Thank you, Sarah. Um, the first order of business on the agenda would public comment. This is available to anyone who wishes to address the commissioners on anything that is not on the agenda this evening. Hearing none, we'll move on to the approval of the minutes from October 6th, 2022. Any additions, deletions, or corrections that anyone has noticed and would like to note? I move we approve the minutes from October 6, 2022. Second. We have a motion and a second. Thank you, Brian and Greg. All those in favor of the motion, please signify by saying yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We all remember to unmute, <laughs> which can be challenging, I know. <laughs> Thanks, Linda. <laughs> Motion has carried the minutes from October 6th are approved. Next item for consideration is the Dobell rezoning. This is activity PL 20220074. It's a petition to rezone remainder of property from ag to medium density resolution, res, residential. Typically the way we go through this process, we like to hear from the petitioner. Will be anyone be representing the petitioner, and if so, now would be the time to speak. 
this is Paul Sachs, and I am representing the petitioners, the Dobells. Um, uh, one thing that I would like to mention, I do need to disclose something about this application. Sorry. Uh, so before we proceed, I do have a relation with Paul Sachs. Uh, I do work for the city in my uh, capacity. I am a code enforcement officer. Um, he is the municipal court judge. Um, and so I do have that relation. I don't feel like I will have any biases or anything towards this application, uh, completely separate, but I did want to disclose that. Uh, thank you, Greg, for announcing or providing that information to us. Uh, does anybody have a problem with Greg continuing on the process? I wouldn't think so. But. No problem. We're just going to watch the court docket. See how there you go. <laughs> he swore me in as a school board member one time. That's right. Long ago. <laughs> well, Mr. Sachs, apparently people do have memories. Yeah, it's a good thing. Mr. Sachs, please continue. Okay. Um, what Michael told me, why my purpose here tonight is just to give you a little overview of why they're asking for this. And then he'll walk you through the staff recommendations based on the application. And essentially, I think this is um, kind of a, a good learning opportunity for, for, for people. Um, the Dobells currently live uh, on this property and they also own the vacated uh, First Street, which was vacated in 2018. And their intention was uh, to build, uh, divide the lots and build a smaller house, a retirement house on the lot that's closer to the river. Um, life got in the way, that didn't happen. Um, we've divided the lots and um, unfortunately, um, Mr. Dobell, John uh, was diagnosed earlier this year with stage four cancer. Um, and so he asked me to get this done and get the zone change done so that his wife, after he passes, would have the ability, probably not to build the second house, but at least some alternatives. And in order to do that, it's currently zoned um, ag and the rest of Milner is zoned as medium density residential. So we are requesting a change to medium density residential. There is room on the now subdivided lot um, to build another smaller residence and so it, it could be sold off at some time in the future. And that's why we're here tonight. Uh, commissioners, at this point in time, any question for the petitioner? Hearing none, uh, uh, Michael, would you like all to right. move forward? Uh, can everyone see the exhibit? Yes. All right, so Paul gave a good overview. Um, so basically the Dobells own all the property in the red box and they acquired the extra green. Can you see my mouse or no? Yes. Great. Um, so they acquired the, um, the green portion from a vacation that went through a year or two ago. Um, and obviously everything in Milner that is not already rezoned to MDR remained as AF. Um, so that is the green. And so they are attempting to rezone that. Um, just for some overview on this property, um, Milner, um, oh, I've got devices plugging and unplugging, sorry. Um, 
Milner is a historic settlement dating back to the early 1900s, and it was done with uh, urban-sized lots, and um, it was originally zoned AF because it didn't have water and wastewater infrastructure, and so now that Route County operates a combined sewer collection system, uh, the county has a policy of encouraging uh, property owners to zone rezone from AF to MDR, which is medium density residential, due to the incompatibility with the AF zone. Um, so what the petitioners are asking to do is right in line with what uh, the county wants them to do um, and makes their property developable under that zone. Um, so this is the remainder of the property that was um, vacated in 2018. Oh, I guess it was four years ago. Yeah. Um, and so the site, they have um, their existing houses on these existing lots. And prior to the vacation, they owned everything from this line here north, um, all of these narrow lots. Um, they have, with the vacation, they gained this extra land. And there's enough flat area kind of in this region that if they were to, if the whole par parcel was one uh, MDR zone, they could actually split it um, down the middle here and they would have two developable parcels, their existing home and this property to the south. Um, and both would be well over the MDR minimum lot sizes. So it's right in line with what the zone district uh, is wants to be used for. Um, and then the very southernmost portion of the site is pretty steep and has some easements for a sewer going to the uh, trailer park and um, the railroad is a little bit further beyond that, but there's plenty of developable flat space here. Um, so these are the applicable zoning regulations. Um, I won't go through the burden of reading all of them, but basically the idea is that the existing zone district is incompatible with the site and the new zone district um, meets these criteria and is better for the site and future development. Um, and so staff feels that it handily meets these uh, standards. And um, here are some site photos. Um, you can see the railroad right here, and this is the steep portion of the site um, where it drops down. Um, this is looking northwest towards the flat portion of the site. You can see there's quite a lot of space before the house is even here. This is looking the other direction. Railroad tracks are, are here. Um, and so their house is off to the right here. And then this is their house currently um, on the north portion of the site. Um, so these are the decision maker options. And I um, let me know if you want me to go back to the site plan or anything, but does anyone have any questions for me? Just have additional information I want to provide. Um, while Michael addressed the zoning standards that this application um, supports, um, I just want to point out that in the newly adopted master plan, Milner is considered a tier three small established community in Route County. And that, you know, through the adoption of the master plan, uh, we had identified areas that have historically established developments you know, and some infrastructure that may accommodate future growth opportunities. And this does fit the bill. Um, and through the adopted master plan, these applications should be considered on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, and <clears throat> it is something that um, can support higher densities as, it, as Michael mentioned, has the infrastructure in place as he addresses in the, um, in the staff report. So I just wanna make that note. And specifically this application does support 4.1, 4.2, 
4.3 and 4.4 of the Route County's new master plan. And I believe this one was submitted under the old plan as well. So the old plan didn't say it in the same terms, but um, effectively this uh, under the old plan, this would have been a um, potential growth center, which in the old plan was not defined as specifically, but places can be considered specific growth centers or potential growth centers if they meet um, various subjective and objective criteria and Milner obviously as in the new plan does meet that. So that's why if you guys read the uh, staff report, it uses the old criteria from the master plan because of when this application was submitted. The staff report and I noticed that there were no 4.1s in there that Christy was talking mm. about. <laughs> yeah, that's actually uh, just for your guys' reference as we go forward, depending on when an application was submitted, you'll be seeing a mix of the old and the new criteria until until all of our applications have been submitted under the new one. That's right. Uh, commissioners, any questions for either the petitioner or staff? And I don't know that there are any items for discussion. So under the circumstances, it would appear to me that perhaps a motion might be appropriate. I move we approve PL 22022 0074, a rezoning of a remainder of property from A and F to medium density residential. I'll second the motion. Thank you, Jim. Uh, any discussion on the motion as presented? Uh, Brian, did you have the findings of fact in there as, or did I miss that? I didn't put them in there. It's on the screen. Sorry? She put the findings of fact on the screen. I'm including everything in the uh, the findings of fact and the, uh, you know, the packet itself without okay. changes. Um, once again, any discussion on the motion as presented by Brian and seconded by Jim? Hearing none. All those in favor of the motion, please signify by saying yes. Yes. Opposed, please say no. Chair votes yes. And the motion is approved. Mr. Sachs, I think you're done. Thank you very much. I appreciate your time. Appreciate you doing it by Zoom. And um, stay safe. Sachs, I think it would also be appropriate if you'd extend um, our concerns and sympathies to the family. I, I will. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you again. Yep. Yeah. Have a good evening, everyone. Thank you, Paul. Christy, I think you're up. All right. So um, I actually don't have anything on my calendar for the 17th. Michael, you don't have anything scheduled, do you? Um, I don't think so no um doesn't doesn't the sanders uh application have to be officially tabled oh yes it's on the agenda thank you sarah thank you you're welcome christy yes. <laughs> so that's I the move next we... item and um steve i'll let you take that away good th yeah um... good thing sarah I'm just looking at the agenda, but never mind. Um, you want me to bring it up? 
No. Next on the agenda. Hold on, just a, yes. Would you please? I missed that. I think. Is the agenda showing, or is it the staff report? Agenda. Agenda. But all we need is a motion to extend, right? Table till December third, correct? Yes, right. this is at the applicant's request, and they're requesting to table the application to December 1st at 6 p.m. December 3, okay. First. So, I, Brian, I, am I hearing I move you... we table 20 PL 2021-0004 to December 1st, 2022. Second the motion. Commissioners, we have a second. We have a motion and a second. Any discussion on the motion? Hearing none, all those in favor of tabling the uh, petition, please indicate by saying yes. 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 Opposed, say no. Chair votes yes. Motion is carried. The matter is tabled to December 1st. <laughs> Next up. Administrator's report. Did that revised agenda I miss that? Or is that just me? So yeah, you were looking, Blake sent out um, the first one um, to you all. And um, he knew that it was tabled and he took it off the agenda, just not realizing that it still has to stay on. I feel was, better. <laughs> so then he sent out a follow-up. So yeah, you were looking okay. at it. So just FYI, I never got the I never got the second agenda. I didn't either. <laughs> so I was only just looking at the first. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I got the second. <laughs> anyway, Christy, carry on. All right. Sounds good. Noted. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so we don't have anything scheduled for the 17th. Um and I'm just trying to double check really quick because sometimes staff forgets to send me an invite. <laughs> I, I thought there was something on the 17th. Am I, am I making that up? Uh, that's why I am trying to double check, but it will not allow me to check that would be so great for me if there was no meeting on the 17th. Just yeah. I don't, I've got the calendar open and I don't see anything on the 17th. You don't, you have the uh, hearing um, yeah. calendar? Okay. Do you want to see it real quick? Uh, nope, I believe you. No. My, <laughs> notes, my notes from last meeting say there was nothing on the 17th. Yeah, it, and I mean, nobody has given me any staff reports um, that I'm aware of, um, and it's not on my calendar. So, um, but we do have... For the first, we'll be hearing Sanders part two. Mm -hmm. um, so um, hopefully we can have you all in attendance. Um, you know, it, it's not going to be a straightforward application. So um, I can tell you now I will. I don't. Well, I could participate by Zoom, but I'll be not here in town on the. On the first. first. Yeah. Christy, um, same, same, this is Jim, same with me. I'm going to be traveling on the first and on the East Coast with the time zone change and 
I know my commitment won't allow me to attend even by Zoom. If you're all okay, I would really appreciate if it's possible for you to join via Zoom. Um, if you can't, um, just let me know. But um, uh, I think it's important enough that I think uh, if possible, if whether everybody can attend, um, whether it's Zoom or in person, it would be appreciated. So just let us know. What I should would you be, I think Zoom should be okay. Okay. What would you prefer to, who would be like heading the uh, meeting then? Would it be Brian, Brian. He, or would it be Steve via? It would be someone who's in person, preferably, but. Brian. Um, yep. Good. So Brian, the, the pressure is on for you to be in person. <laughs> um, and actually, then actually, Christina, I think I could join maybe 30 minutes late if that wouldn't be offensive. Yeah, um, let's connect like the week before and let's see what we look yeah. like from um, yep. a member standpoint. Okay. And then that would be, um, that would be great. Sounds good. Cool, I'll, I'll, I'll send you a little invite, Jim. Okay. And then um, as of right now, we do have something in the pipe that would be processed under the new master plan, but um, I don't know if it will be complete in time and if we would schedule it on the 1st or if it would be on the 15th. So stay tuned on that one. So is there, there's no way that anything could actually get on the 17th at this point? It's too late? At this point, yeah. It's so... Um, it's not showing up on our um, on my calendar, and um, Michael just confirmed that it's not on okay. others, so it is canceled. Okay. Do you want me to move Sanders to the first on the calendar? Yes. Um, yeah. While you're while you're on there, I'm sure Alan will appreciate that. So will I. Done. Perfect. Do you have a thirty-day notice period? What's that? Don't you no, have a what? You guys tabled it date specific. No, 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 no. Don't you have a 30-day notice period? No, that changed with the new process. So now it's only two weeks. Ah, uh, never mind. Yeah, which is why I was asking about the 17th, just to make I sure that there wasn't a chance that something could squeeze in there tomorrow. Nope. Yeah, and, and, and on that note, um, just as a reminder, because sometimes you'll hear this, you actually heard it at our last meeting with um, the application for the... For the man camp which actually went to the commissioners this past tuesday it was approved um, but if you recall one of their complaints was that they didn't get the letter in the mail um, because they were on vacation however for your reference just so you know when an application comes in people get two notifications when an application first is submitted they are notified that we received an application and uh, if they have any questions to contact us and more information to come. Um, and that it, they're also told that they will be getting a follow-up letter of when the date is, um, but they could also check the website or check in. And then when we actually schedule it two weeks before, um, they get another letter. So um, there's, there's multiple ways that people are notified via mail. And then as you know, also the poster, and then it's still advertised in the paper. So that's just like an FYI, that was one of um, their, their complaints. 
So um, you saw the article in the paper um, about the workforce housing. It is something that is on our housekeeping list for when we update the regs. We definitely want to evaluate this land use where um, it really came to a surprise, I'll say, to one of the commissioners in particular, um, that this wasn't specific to oil and gas uh, type applications. The one that you heard was, um, you know, to support uh, the mine, um, but you could, so anybody at this point could request a man camp for temporary housing. Like for ski corp? What's that? Like potentially for like ski corp or somebody? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Like we, we have gotten a couple of different um, inquiries, I'll say. Um, ex an example would be Oak Creek Fire has reached out to us. And while nothing is concrete at this point in time, they are looking to do something similar for their seasonal fire mitigation crews to come in. But I guess the concern is somebody like Ski Corps or have this tool be used um, as a housing crisis solution, if you will, um, you know, for something other than what um, I believe the intent initially was. So um, you all may have different opinions on, you know, how this should be used in the future. And so just so you all know, it is on our housekeeping list for us to evaluate that and have a conversation about, I mean, our entire use chart period, but also specific uses where we're seeing some potential issues or concerns. So, um, you know, a, another, another example would be um, what we're thinking about actually is with all of the solar potentially coming down the pipe, you know, based on what we're being told, you're looking at almost 500 workers coming in um, if something like that were approved and where are they all living and staying? And, um, you know, is this something that we wanna have available or with more standards and bookends put on it? You know, so that's just an example where, you know, at least not from a staff level, we are thinking about this. And then Brian reached out to me after the other article that came up about special events. Um, I don't know if you saw that in the paper. Um, both of these, I think, were like uh, Tuesday, Wednesday um, in the pilot. And what happened there was that um, we obviously have our special event permit process through planning. It's administrative permit, and you're allowed up to two events per year, that's something that I sign off on. Um, and it's it's pretty much a counter permit and they have to, they have a checklist of specific items and we check in with the sheriff's office, we notify them and we reach out to the fire districts for whatever area um, the event is having. But the planning events are like on site and that's what we're evaluating. And so like a wedding um, or, um, stars having like an event at the Larson barn, right? So that is something that we would issue a special event on. 
versus the conversation was what started because of road and bridges process for special events. That's a separate process when you are utilizing a county road for all these bike races um, is really what, what the issue is. And again, it's an administrative process. And so um, I guess the commissioners had gotten some complaints by some residents on, um, I think most recently the, the um, what was that, the, the gravel? The gravel? Yeah, the steamboat gravel race. And so, uh, it was just a conversation on on this past Monday with Road and Bridge about understanding what their special event process looks like, what they do to notify residents, what they could do better. And then it got into a little bit of a bigger conversation about um, whether or not something like that, you know, should be just a special event process, which is administrative, right? And should there be more... Um, of, you know, what's the threshold that it would be a higher le level of review. So, um, you know, that is something that is on our um, list also. And I imagine the uh, conversation is going to continue on what they can do. An example would be, you know, the big one is notification, the people that live on those routes. And while it's advertised in the paper, they don't send individual letters to property owners where would be pretty feasible if it was a small route. But when you're talking, you know, miles and Steamboat miles. Gravel is like a hundred plus yeah. miles of county road. Yeah. And so um, I know the the county attorney pretty much squashed that idea um, just because, I mean, that that would be an administrative nightmare, but then you'd also run into the same issue of people saying they didn't receive it, you know, or they don't live here for half the year. And so it's getting sent to their PO box someplace else and they're, they don't see it and they decide to come up for the weekends or what have you. I mean, you can just imagine how that is, uh, uh, could be an issue. So what um, the public works director was tasked with is evaluating how special events are handled in different counties. And he's gonna be reporting back to the commissioners just on other processes in comparison and what are some best practices of things that can be done. Um, so that was really what um, you know, was behind that article. Um, and it is a conversation that we'll imagine will continue. And I'm sure the commissioners will want to, um, you know, have your input. I mean, if there's anything, um, I mean, my, my guess is it's going to be, you know, one of those items that through reg updates, right, it goes to you all first. And that's really important to the commissioners when they make some of those decisions. And when we have the big ticket items on, I imagine that process, we're going to have some joint discussions just so we have both decision makers um, in the room, uh, just because for efficiency reasons and, you know, to help that process along. Because typically when we go through housekeeping, those of you who haven't been through that process, we typically schedule work sessions first. So it's really just like a work session really, and, um, and not public comment, getting your input and 
Um, there's a lot of dialogue back and forth, a little more informal. And we do the same with the Board of County Commissioners. And that gives staff some direction and some bookends to bring something back when we're ready for a public meeting. So typically there are at least four meetings, two work sessions, one with planning commission, one with the Board of County Commissioners, and then two public hearings where the decisions are made. Um, so as you can imagine next year, um, it's gonna be you know, um, exciting. Maybe <laughs> I'm the only one that thinks that. Oh no, I'm cheering, I'm cheering. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so it's something that um, we're gonna be working with the um, consultants that we intend to bring on about what that process is gonna look like. And you know, we'll lay that out of what the plan of attack is, if you will, um, to formally update the regs. And as you can imagine, you know, it, it we're, I would guess it's gonna be by sections, you know, rather than it's not like we're gonna throw the whole book at you and be like, hey, what do you think? You know, we're gonna have to really try to control those conversations and keep it organized. And so um, we're all really paying attention to and adding to the information that we need to on a whole, but then the issues that we know that are gonna be really probably controversial. So can't wait. <laughs> Brian, did that answer your question? <clears throat> yeah. It did. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I mean, I, I know your your thoughts on the matter, so <clears throat> but um yeah, if anybody has any um sort of opinions on it, um if if you would like strong opinions one way or the other, you can always shoot me an email and I can communicate that with the commissioners. I can also, <clears throat> excuse me, keep you posted if I know I'm being brought into a conversation to have a, uh, to talk with the commissioners about our process. Um, I haven't been invited yet or asked at this point in time, and it is very preliminary. It was just really in response to some complaints but I imagine I'll be pulled in and really that can be my recommendation to go through the formal process as we already know it's in the pipe, right? And that would be the most appropriate way to make some of these decisions as we move forward. So we're, we're pretty much right around the corner. And where we're at on that is the RFP is formally out and um, we sent the RFP request to um, several firms, um, about 30 directly, that I know that do this sort of work. Um, I got a list from DOLA and then just through colleagues and just knowing, you know, who, who are ones that, you know, are, um, are consultants that really specialize in this and have, you know, a good reputation. So I sent them directly to those 30, which is a lot. But my concern was, and that's not typical to send it to that many, um, but um, my concern is that word on the street is that consultants are just so, um, they're, they're maxed out. They don't really have the capacity to take on more work. <laughs> so I'm afraid. <laughs> which is not a good sign. Um, so I don't know what kind of response rate we're going to get. 
Um, so I figured, hey, let's just aim high. And then, yeah, it will be a pain to read through, you know, just say all 30, you know, responded. You know, we wouldn't interview 30. Typically, we pare that down to about five. Um, and then we bring them on for interviews. Linda definitely uh, said she was interested um, to be part of that panel. And again, if anybody else is interested to sit through interviews uh, when we get them and, and review applications, that'd be great. Brian, you, did you just volunteer yourself? Are you sure, Brian? <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, if anybody else wants to think about it and get back to me, let me know. We typically have about um, five to six people on the review panel. Um, so we get a commissioner, um, we'd like to have planning commission, obviously. The county manager will be on there. Um, and, so, and then our um, purchasing um, agent, so Julie Kennedy. So she's the one that handles all the contracts. So she typically sits in. So, and then we'll come up with a list of questions and things like that. So it's like a formal interview. Um, and so I'll, I'll let you know um, as that all uh, gels together. Um Christy, is there any way we can ask for a writing sample? Yeah, that's part of, um, did you see that in the, in the, um, when in I was the running the RF, on, on the RFP application, I don't remember seeing that. I think that there was, but that is a good idea, like a sample of their work. Let me, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, you know, I mean, I mean, the work in terms of the regulations is one thing, but I just want to make, I just would like to see a writing sample. Yeah. Um, and Sarah, I believe you just volunteered yourself also, just okay. so you know. <laughs> um, I'll double check that. I couldn't agree more, um, but I'm pretty certain there is language in there. Yeah, I just couldn't remember that. I just couldn't remember that from the RFP or not. Okay. Yeah, okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll circle back with you on that one and I'll just make sure that that is in there for sure. Okay. <clears throat> cool. All right. Um, so 640. Record time. <laughs> um, hey, Christy, real quick. Just how many complaints were there on that bicycle, that gravel bike? I, I heard, I actually heard there were only two. <clears throat> It was good on rant and rave on on a Facebook page though. They don't count. There's a couple. That doesn't count. And 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 then the other one, the other complaint was an adjacent property owner to Fetcher. Oh yeah. They're on sixty two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I think because there was the rant, and there was a lot of tension there, and then an individual complaint, they felt they wanted to have a conversation, if you will. Got it, okay. Yeah. Had to so. be somebody up north here, huh? What's that? For the most, that's where the most of the ride was. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, you gotta watch out for those north routers, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Causing all the problems. I think the elevation gets to them every now and then. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, everybody. And thank you. Be in touch. Have a good evening. Thank you. Thanks, everybody.
Bye bye. Bye. Hey, Christy, how are you feeling? No.